And now for our feature presentation. PushbackRadio.com. Duncanville, Dallas, Fort Worth. From Hamilton Park, Dallas, Fort Worth. Dallas, Fort Worth, where this is Jackie. What up, y'all? This is Jackie. Of Shackleford 1 and the main event show. This is something like that. 1 and the main event with me, the KD, Jackie O. Heard exclusively on Push Gap Radio. Give me two scoops. Push Gap Radio dot. Home, your official Dallas Internet Station. Welcome to another edition of Shocker 401 in the main event with Jackie O. Here's to Joe Lewis this week, Dallas Fort Worth. Black Capitol Police Officer remembers being called the N-word during the January 6th insurrection. We'll break that down for you. Biden wants federal workers to be vaccinated. How do you feel about that? COVID, is it over for you and your family? Do you still mask up? Do you believe that there will be another lockdown? Three things you need to get through life, the military, and business. Gather your information, devise a game plan, execute aggressively. Banging this thing on your urban internet radio dial. Pushgapradios.com. Get behind the mic to get ahead in life. Pushgap, Dallas, baby. I love uh, I love the theater. I uh, I love this one. It's awesome. I uh, I love going to the movies. That's why I love the theater so much. My favorite thing to do. I only get to do it like once a month. Is go see a black movie in a black movie theater. Oh, that is the most awesome experience of all time. White people, I tell you, you really got to get out there and go find a black movie theater and go watch a black movie in it. I love doing it. I love it. It's awesome. You'll get so much more out of your entertainment dollar at a black movie house than you will a white one. Oh, so much. By the commentary provided to you by the black folks around y'all. Because black people, you know y'all can't shut up in a movie theater. You know you can't. You know it. You know you can't be quiet. I mean, it's a little bit different. First of all, it smells a little bit like weed. I know, that's awesome, right? It's a little different. I go there, I pass out watermelon bubble gum like I'm running for office. It's awesome. <laughs> I know, some of y'all are like, oh, that's racist. No, it's just the best flavor of bubble gum to produce the amount of spit it'll need to counteract the cotton mouth that you're gonna get from all the weed in there. <laughs> I thought it out. Nothing racial about it. Welcome to another edition of Shaka Ford One. And the main event with Jackie O. Welcome to the program. You guys been watching the Olympics at all? Have you taken a peek into what's been going on? Again, archery and uh, the swimming. You know, you don't watch this stuff throughout the years. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of get into it. I've run up in some people. They have no interest in the Olympics. Oh, by the way. The U.S. has 61 medals, 21 gold, followed by China with 58 medals and 28 gold. I see Simone Biles is coming back to do the beam exercise, I think it is. Really missed her. She gave some other girls a shot, if you really look at it, by her stepping down. It's too much pressure. They're too young for that. It's just 
entirely too much pressure, mind, to be putting on them. You remember uh, the girl Naomi Osaka? It's mental. See, a lot of people don't understand. To be greatness, it, it has to be mental. People say that MJ was an a-hole. Michael Jordan. You have to have a certain mindset. See, a lot of people, particularly in our community, a lot of people see it as you a badass because you fight physically. It's in your younger days. You're a badass when you can fight mentally. And these young girls have that amount of pressure on them. But I think she opened it up for them, uh, gave the other young ladies an opportunity to take gold and, you know, to advance in their careers. I tip my hat to Simone Biles. I tip my hat to Shakara Richardson out of Dallas. She should have been at a hundred meter. Have you checked out the Olympics? Got a thing from Nielsen. They want us to be a Nielsen family. Okay, so Saturday morning, Jackie and I got up and went and checked old Nielsen out on YouTube. Nah, fam, we ain't going to be able to do that. <laughs> we ain't going to be able to do that, you understand? We got to ship this back. They all in your business. Okay, we're on this fire stick. Okay, we're we're cable cutters. And like me and Jackie, we hit the palsy. Well, you know, you really want them to know everything we watching? Are you catching this movie? It just came out. Okay. So, no, we're not going to be a Nielsen family. Have you ever been a Nielsen family? They send you the money in an envelope. You go to your mailbox, open the envelope, bam, some twos and fews. Ten, maybe twenty every now and again. But, yeah, you're supposed to wear the monitor and walk around, and they pick up frequencies from your television every two seconds or whatever. The lady was saying that they pick up your whole conversation like they Alexa or Siri or whatnot. Nah, I think we're going to turn down. We're going to turn down being a Nielsen family, man. I'm going to have to ship this stuff back. Do you want someone in your business like that? Is it equivalent to a reality show. To get the money, you have to wear the little monitor. They monitor that. But they also put you in different, um, what do they say? They, they, they put you in different contests and whatnot where you can win some loot, you know? So I don't know. But we are not going to be a freaking Nielsen family. Time now for your pushgapradio.com celebrity birthdays. August 2nd. No birthdays there, so there's that. August 3rd, the greatness with seven Super Bowl rings. Tom Brady turns 44. Snoop Dogg, Ken Folk, Martha Stewart turns 80. Rapper Coolio will be 59, August 3rd. Movie actor Michael Ely turns 48. TV actor Isaiah Washington will be 58. And football player Todd Gurley turns 27. And August 3rd, singer Tony Bennett turns 95 years old. August 4th, former U.S. President Barack Hussein Obama. He turns 60. I have a story about him coming up behind birthdays. No royal title having as Meghan Markle turns 40 years old. She's supposed to be the Duchess. And 
It's also Louis Vuitton's birthday, August 4th. Rapper Marquise Houston turns 40. Race car driver Jeff Gordon will be 50. And movie actor Billy Bob Thornton turns 60 years old. August 5th, TV actor Jesse Williams will be 40 years old. TV personality Vanessa Simmons, Reverend Run's daughter, will be 38 years old. August 6th, y'all remember Joan Benet Ramsey? She died 1996, August 6th of 2021. John Benet Ramsey would have been 31 years old. So if if August is your birthday month, then happy birthday to you this week as well. You can always reach out to us on Facebook at Reinventing Pushcap Radios. And we will holler out your birthday as well. Your boy, um... Barack's having a birthday party, Mike. Planning to do it big for the 60th. That is a milestone, you know. 60 years in the game. I should know. But yeah, according to The Hill, the 44th president, who has recently been spending time in his home in Martha's Vineyard, that's money. If you don't don't know about Martha's Vineyard, then... You have no money. It's like Mensa, the IQ thing. If you don't know about Mensa, then you're not a member. Okay, that sort of thing. But yeah, he's throwing it down up there in Martha's Vineyard. A party on the posh island with dozens of his friends. You know who's going to be there. You know who's going to be there. I say it's going to be swanging, real big deal. They say it's unclear who's all going to be attending, but you know that's an A-list thing right there. You got to be somebody. Oprah, George Clooney. Okay, nigga, you ain't just showing up at Barack's time. Okay, I'm sure it don't go down like that. Michelle's a Capricorn, so, you know, I know she's standing tall. Nigga, you ain't just rolling up to the boogaloo like that. But they say it's not the first time that Obama turned up for a milestone birthday. On his 50th in 2011, he had uh, superstars like Jay-Z, Stevie Wonder, Tom Hanks, Chris Rock, Charles Barkley, Grant Hill. Showed up at the White House. They had a blowout party that ran into the next day. Barack be laying it down, mine, on the taxpayer's dime. Nigga, what would you do? Okay. I'm in the White House. I know I have to pay for some of that stuff, but, you know, come on, mine. Folk breaking you off. <clears throat> now, according to the Hills report, the guests are being asked to have a COVID test prior to attending the party. At the 7,000 square foot mansion. They purchased it uh, back in 2019 for $11 million, Him and Shelly. And as you heard, former president Barack Hussein Obama turned 60 on August 4th. Still a lot of things going down with the TikTok thing. Mind the little girl, Kira Wilson, finally got her copyrights to her dance and whatnot. Them young black TikTokers taking back their crea- creativity, mind. These folk have just been jacking these youngsters. And see these youngsters doing what we should have been doing, what we were doing back in the gap. You stand for nothing, you fall for anything. We supposed to been boycotting, I remember at one time, the Waffle House. How long did that last? These TikTokers, they put it in. It's their intellectual property that these youngsters are, are protecting. 
And she's finally, Kiara Wilson is finally getting justice for the dance challenge that helped Megan Thee Stallion become a Grammy, Grammy winning artist. You know it wasn't them folk. Them folk ain't came up with nothing like that. According to the press release, Wilson, who created the hashtag Savage Challenge to Megan's Savage single early last year, attended a dinner celebration for hashtag creators for by people of color, by PLC, I'm assuming. And I uh, was surprised to learn that she earned the copyrights to her viral dance with help from Logitech. I use Logitech. I have a keyboard and mouse right here. And award-winning choreographer Jaquelle Knight. Now, there's some other people who have laid it down over there at TikTok. Young Deji, creator of the Woe Dance, W-O-A-H, never heard of that. Have no idea. Okay. Full Out Cortland, creator of Doja Cat's Say So performance at the 2020 Billboards Awards. See, black people just doing things. Now, copywriting choreography in this day and age has been an uphill battle for creators, especially black dancers. Logitech and Knight's partnership represents a small step toward progress that's helping to ease the process and rewrite a future that allows more creatives to benefit from their work. Yeah, see, you putting your stuff up here and people just jacking you, fam. Folk just jacking you for your creativity and then don't want to give you no kind of props for it. It's intellectual property, you know. How do you put a stamp on that? But Simone Biles' mind, I'm glad to hear her boyfriend had jumped in. Jonathan Owens showed support for her pulling out. Are you mentally strong? Give a damn about physically. You can go from the shoulder. Yeah, sure. But now you're in your 30s, your 40s, 50s, and 60s. Is that how you handle your disputes? Are you strong mentally? You know, big shout out to Simone Biles. And to Naomi, you know, we all get that way. We all deal with things that, you know, that's why that's why them folk go to a shrink. Okay, I tell people that all the time. That's why people get paid for that. But they never gave us that after slavery. You can be in a school. A kid gets killed. You don't even know the kid. But we bring in mental health experts for you. So then why, when we were released from the atrocities committed against us were we given any kind of health care as well when we come back on the bangingest thing on your urban internet radio is covid really over i want to know also do you think your employer can require you to get a covid19 vaccine we're gonna delve into that and do you think that covid is over fam You think it's going to be another shutdown? We'll get into that as well. Delivering that swell intel that you love so well. Kicking it straight out of Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. In syndication with KYBNRadio.com in Mountain View, California. PushGapRadios.com. We tell it like it is. The mother cats tell it how it might be. Push Gap. Dallas, baby. This your boy Kane, aka Mr. You Know, from the Rabbit Hole Show on PushGapRadio.com, bridging the gap between old and new radio. You dig? The 
place with the most music variety. Most music variety. Never ever, never mediocre. We're online, on point, and on the money. Pushgapradio.com. With millions out of work, it could take decades for an economic rebound, with some jobs disappearing altogether. The service industry is hurting right now. According to job site Glassdoor, openings for chefs are down 56%, valets 51%, and stylists like McDonald 50%. Business is less than half what it was last year, and yet McDonald also has to pay for protective gear and plexiglass. Healthcare jobs have suffered, especially audiologists and opticians. These Bay Area massage therapists were hit hard. I'm on the phone negotiating with landlords, with car payments, with, okay, you know, back to my college days. Let's do that budget. What do we really need to eat? The pandemic is wiping out academic positions, too. The question is whether we can come back from this. What I'm afraid of is today, with big job losses in leisure and hospitality, retail and low-skilled services, that many Americans will just leave the labor force completely. Glassdoor has found increased job openings in hospitals and warehouses, but the long-term solution may be education and training programs, because skilled work is plentiful. What's that new radio station? 94.5 Boom. Boom 94.5, baby. Boom 94.5, here we come. Here we come. Y'all ready for me yet? FM in Dallas, Texas. We got what you're looking for. Shaka Ford won in the main event with me, the Queen Bee, Jackie O. It's Dallas, baby. It's Dallas, baby. Pushdapradio.com is how Dallas Fort Worth works. Y'all ready for me? Dallas, baby. Pushdapradio.com. Don't knock the hustle, baby. So, today's episode, we're going to talk about the NYC vaccine mandate. So today, Monday, Mayor de Blasio announced a citywide and city employee mandate to take the vaccine or get tested weekly. Now, initially I thought he was just going to do the vaccine, just mandate that and that's what it was gonna be and you had to take it or you were gonna get fired. He's giving NYC employees an option of getting tested or taking a vaccine. Now, everyone on here knows where I stand with the vaccine. I'm not taking it. Come hell or high water, I would rather quit. A weekly test, I would rather do, but for one reason and one reason only. The weekly testing with city employees of over 400,000 employees it's not going to work the way they think it is. That's the beauty of it. Last week, Mayor de Blasio stated that city hospital employees and clinic employees had to get tested weekly or take the vaccine as of, I think, August 13th or something like that. And, or August 11th, I'm not sure what the date was, but they have to get, they have to take a weekly test or be vaccinated. The rest of New York City employees have till September I think that's 13, to be vaccinated or be subjected to weekly testing. Now, there are a lot of places that are testing their employees every two to three days. Weekly is not bad, but guys, weekly is going to fall apart. There is no way you're going to test all these employees or have them get tested weekly. Because let's just say, for argument's sake, 10% of that miss out or don't make their appointment to get tested. Then what? You're going to tell them not to come into work? What about the false positives? 
You're going to have a lot of false positives. So you're going to tell a lot of these people stop going to work. It is not going to work out the way they think it is. Therefore, why not see the shit show unfold? Because when the testing falls apart, they could go back and say, mandate the vaccine. But I don't see them doing that. What I see them doing is leaving well enough alone. For now. Pushcapradio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. Sleepy Joe and him out there, man. Trying to force you to get the jab. Have you taken the shot? Are we hustling backwards with the COVID thing? Do you really think it's over? Kids are headed back to school down here in the Dallas area. Have four independent school districts opened up today. Monday, the 2nd of August seems kind of quick. But it was a roller coaster ride. Now, U.S. President Sleepy Joe Biden is expected to take a broad new step to fight the pandemic this coming Thursday by announcing that civil, that civilian federal government employees will need to be vaccinated against COVID-19 or take regular testing and um, mitigation measures. The guy you just heard on the soundbite, that's the angry prepper. He lives in New York. I think he's a firefighter. But like me, he would rather take the test. See, because with the jab, and, and, and if you took the shot, that's fine. That's great. That was your choice for your body and your family. If you didn't take the jab, that's great. That's what you did for your body and your family. Quit beating other people down because they did or did not take the shot. That's being divisive right there. That's what, that's what, that's what Sleepy Joe and them want. Divisiveness. They want society to pressure you to take the shot. If you took it, fine. If you didn't take it, fine. But bag up all folk. But Sleepy Joe and them out here and the move that they take in this uh, new fight on the pandemic is the latest by Biden, the Democrats, to encourage vaccinations against the corona amid growing outbreaks around the country thanks to the fast-spreading Delta variant. You know, there's another variant now called Lambda. See, here's my thing with the shot. First, you could only take this one. Then you could take two. Then you couldn't mix them. Now you can mix them. Then Johnson and Johnson's joint, they tripped over they Joe Lewis, and a week later, they back in the game. Now you got to take a booster shot. Well, you know, to me, you ain't figured it out. I ain't no lab rat. I ain't no lab monkey, fam. Doesn't have full approval. And these are my reasons for not taking the shot. Doesn't have full FDA approval. On top of that, they, they're they not even held liable, nigga, if you start growing a third ear out of the back of your neck. You cannot sue these people. And then it's spiking around the globe. But, oh, here in America, we just rolling along. These people have no idea what they're doing to me. You're not going to figure it out on me. Sorry. 
The federal government is the largest employer in the United States, and Biden's move could serve as an example for private businesses and other institutions to follow as they assess getting workers back into the offices and workplaces. That's the reason they're pushing it. That's why they got to get these kids back in school. Oh, I'm sorry. That's why they got to get these kids back in daycare so you can bring your ass back into the office to work. That's all it is. Capitalism. I need you to come save my lifestyle. A lot of people finna go under. You know, the eviction joint is over with. The forbearance things for the homes ends at the end of September. Foreclosures gonna gonna hit the fan. Business is gonna go out because you see no one's going to these crappy jobs. Come on now. They're saying Biden's move could have a big impact because of the size of the federal workforce. The United States has about 2.1 million civilian employees and 570,000 others work for the U.S. Postal Service, according to a 2020 report. Sleepy Joe's expected to announce that all civilian federal workers will need to be vaccinated against the coronavirus or face regular testing, social distancing, mask requirements and travel limits. Let me tell you something. I ain't the sharpest knife in the drawer, my nigga, but I ain't the plastic one either. Who do you think is spreading the COVID? Now, let's look at two scenarios. Here's a person. They jumping on an airplane. They flew to Chicago to go to the Lollapalooza concert. And they got both the shots and they got their cards showing that they got the shot. And so they ain't got to wear no mask. They're not social distancing. They at the Lollapalooza concert. Rocking it out, pool parties and whatnot. Ain't nobody social distancing. Meanwhile, the person who did not take the shot, where they at? They in the bubble that they created for themselves and their family. You don't let too many people come to your house. They got to be family to come over here. Okay. You wear your mask everywhere you go. You only go out for what you need, supplies from Walmart, run, take care of your bad habits, but you ain't hanging out at the Lollapalooza concert and trying to jump on airplanes. So who's spreading it? Me that stays in the house away from crowds or you that got the shot and the false sense of security that you can go out here and fight a pandemic because these folk, these old folk trying to give you a time limit on a pandemic or Are they losing money? I myself, I'm going to go with the latter. You losing loot, player. And you need, I don't want you on that wall. I need you on that wall. Now, he said he will not mandate vaccine for federal employees and those who decide against getting a vaccine will not be at a risk of being fired. Me, I'm taking the test. Again, if you got the shot, Ken Folk, I applaud you. If you didn't, I applaud you. That's your choice. Isn't that what America's about? Now, they say you cannot take the shot for religious reasons or health reasons. Okay, well, right now I'm a Trump supporter. They ain't taking it. I ain't taking it. Now, they say it's not clear if Biden's plan to apply the requirement to the Postal Service or to contract workers who work for the federal government. I don't know if he plans to do that, hit them with it. 
said he will deliver his remarks and let you know. Do you feel the pandemic is over? Do you feel another lockdown is coming? What do you think? I do. It's it's out of control. It's just out of control. There's just nothing that you can do about a virus, fam. Oh, well, it'll be over at this time. It'll be over at this time. No, 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 no. Did you send the virus that memo? No. Okay. Conflicting messages. No one knows what to do. Um, We had Clay Jenkins here in Dallas. Very proud of the job Judge Clay Jenkins was doing up here in Dallas County. And Willie shut him down. That's Governor Greg Abbott. He's in a wheelchair. Okay. Well, yeah. Folk I know call him Willie. That's where I learned it from because he's in a wheelchair. But, yeah, he's pretty much shut the guy down. He was doing an amazing job to me. There's a surge going on. Do you think it's over? Do you still wear your mask when you go out? Or no? Hmm? Then to you, it ain't over. Have you taken the shot and you still wear a mask? Have you taken the shot? Do you go out in crowds? Is COVID over? I don't know. I'm not, I ain't taking them chances, fam. I ain't taking them chances. We're going to get into the black Capitol police officer who was called the N-word during the January 6th insurrection. Now there's another cheating scandal out in American colleges, and we're going to get into that as well. But yeah, mine, it's the COVID over for you. Is another lockdown coming? I think so. Have you been getting prepared, particularly if you lived here in North Texas area and lived in Texas in February? Are you prepared for when the power goes out? It's hot up there in the in the in the in the north the northwest and down through Cali. But that's gonna move here eventually. We ain't been hot as we have been in Texas. But when it slips over this way, you still think the grid gonna be able to handle that amount of of power. Shaka 401 in the main event with Jackie O on pushgapradios.com in syndication with kybnradio.com in Mountain View, California. Microphones, limos, and papados. That's Push Gap. Here's a toast to the boogie, baby. Also, UT, University of Texas, is looking to get out of uh, the Big 12 and go to the SWAC. Uh, conference, I do believe. But we'll get into that at another time. Push Gap Radios is always on demand 24 7. Just log on to our website at www.pushgapradios.com. Pray until something happens. God always provides. At pushgapradios.com, the power is in the name. Pushcapradios.com to beat us, baby. That's about as hard as getting Michael Jackson tickets. Big shout out to Doc and the team up there at KYBNRadio.com in Mountain View, California. Again, delivering that intel that you love so well with speed and power. Banging this thing in the urban internet radio game. Pushcapradios.com. It's all about Cedar Hill, Dallas, and Fort Worth. Hottest thing in the game. Hey. 
Tupac, go ahead and rock Now this. I clown around when I hang around with the underground Girls used to frown, say I'm down when I come around Push, bow your head They like me, I want them to love me like they love pop Push, all around the world New world, totally underwater The new wind was about to blow This time, it's for real PushGapRadio.com We push content-rich, relevant information to our community information that they can use in their lives right now we bridge the gap between yesteryear's old radio methodologies and today's cutting-edge high technology and platforms a unique platform allows us to reach and mobilize our community within only a few hours pushgapradio.com we're here to bring you relevant information that's what radio was in the african-american communities coming along through the 40s into perhaps the 80s maybe okay i recall a story where some guy stole my car in gary indiana my car was found within 15 minutes because my grandmother made a phone call to a talk radio station am a lady called in within 15 minutes my car was in front of her house that's the power of radio pushcatradio.com we want to be your official Dallas Internet Station. The Shacklefoot One and the Main Event Show. Where were you during the Corona, Corona, Corona crisis? Hmm? Bridging the gap between old school and new school radio. It's the reinvention of PushGapRadios.com. Shacklefoot One and the Main Event. KYBNRadio.com. It's the hottest combination in the internet radio game. PushGapRadio.com. Hamilton Park, Dallas, Fort Worth. It's Dallas, baby. All these parents, they will do anything. All these parasitic communities will do anything. Side doors, changing tests. Federal prosecutors did not charge any students or universities with wrongdoing. Some parents supply staged photographs of their children engaged in athletic activity. Staged photographs. Family? Family. You cannot tell they didn't know. Let me go. I'm going to take it a step further than you cannot tell me that they did not know. If your parents are predators, you know your mama's a predator and you're going to be a, you a baby predator. They done raised you a predator. Y'all sitting around laughing about that. You staged a photograph. They recruiting you as an athlete and you don't know? No. Let me tell you what needs to happen. I'm snatching all them kids out of school. I'm snatching them. I don't care if you in your senior year, baby. You got to go back and take the SAT on your own and go all the way through school all over again after prosecution. Because you might, if you over 18, you're going to get prosecuted too. Or you got to go to juvie. Go to juvie. I don't care. Either way, I'm snatching you. Y'all got to stop caring so much. Because let me show you something. Don't nobody care about us. What y'all out here caring so much about other people and what they going through and maybe they didn't know. Don't nobody care about your kids. Let me tell you something. These parents tried to get an advantage because I'm going to show you whenever we see, whenever we try to get any kind of advantage for our kids, this is what happens. We get kicked in the throat for just trying to get some kind of advantage and understand that the only reason we're trying to get an advantage is because We've been beat in this system for 400 plus years, multi-generationally. And anytime we try to get anything, this woman was convicted using the wrong residence to get her daughters into a better school system. She went to jail. I need all these people to go to jail. And let me tell you something. I don't need you just to go to jail. I need you to go to jail in a specific way. How come all these people got to turn themselves in? No, you don't let us turn ourselves in. I want you to kick in the door with machine guns. Kick in the door with an AK-47 and just start firing. That's what you do with us. 
You just kick in the door, throw in some little gun or whatever you do, and you just go crazy. I need you to do that with him too. Out of here. Lock him up. Lock him up. Lock him up. Get him out of here. Pushcapradio.com, your official Dallas Internet Radio Station. Told you. It's mad out here. People trying to get ahead in the game. This college thing. And a problem that shows no sign of abating. That's what they're calling it. You know what abating is? <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. I know you know that. And a problem that shows no sign of abating as education increasingly is being conducted remotely. A recent CBS investigation has uncovered the, that American college students are outsourcing schoolwork to Kenyans overseas who are paid thousands of dollars a month to do anything from write essays to complete entire college degrees for Americans studying at universities. The essay for hire scheme has been going on for years, known as contract cheating. It is only expanded as online education becomes more commonplace. You remember uh, last year or 2019? The celebrities got in trouble with um, faking their kids getting into school. There's a show about it. I don't remember the show right now. I watched it. I'll say the guy's name eventually. But yeah. He's the one who set it up. Take pictures of your kid on the rowing team. Your kid don't know what a damn rowing team is. Cheating. If you're so great, why do you have to cheat? I never understood that. If I was superior, I wouldn't have to cheat. I, I probably wouldn't pay much attention to you, but... Contract cheating has been defined as a form of academic dishonesty in which students employ a third party to complete their assignments. The practice is illegal in 17 states, but has not been outlawed on the federal level. We trust our doctors have been to medical school. Not let this guy twist you up. It's sad. Okay, It's sad. Americans will pay 20 to $50 per page to have their essays completed by Kenyan writers who sometimes subcontract to work out the other writers, paying them as little as $5 a page. They complete schoolwork in courses like engineering, history, and psychology. You want your engineer where somebody else did the work? I told you I'm one of those people. I kind of relay everything back to a song or a movie. Reminds me of the guy in the movie uh, Armageddon with Bruce Willis, one of my favorites. Where Bruce Willis and them first came in, they was in there talking. And he was saying, well, the guy that you're talking about for jet propulsion works for the president. You work here. The kid was like, I don't care. You want to go with someone who got a C minus in jet propulsion just because they work for the president and you go ahead. I, by the way, got an A plus. <laughs> I think they listened to the guy. But do you want your engineers like that? Someone else did their work. They read it, but they didn't put in the work. See, you have to read and, and actively study to learn your craft. 
One Kenyan man, identified by CBS as William, but it's not his real name, earns more than $2,000 a month completing schoolwork for American students. Wow. This should be illegal everywhere. They say it's just illegal in 17 states. Come on now. Other experts have pointed out that contract cheating leads to social corruption the cause in the course and whether or not professionals, including healthcare providers, are truly qualified to carry out their jobs. Come on now. The cheating. I thought you said y'all was them folk. 50,000 people graduate from public and private universities in Kenya each year. Many remain unemployed due to underdeveloped economic structures. Sectors like technology, manufacturing, and finance. As a result, the Kenyan graduates often turn to the contract cheating industry to cover their expenses. It's a game. Is your doctor really a doctor or no? (laughs) Nigga, you better know. You better dang on know. You got the Olympics going on. I keep bringing that up. I love the Olympics. See, when I when I when I got into the Olympics, it was a um, 72. I was 11. Had my appendix taken out, you know, back then in 72, dude, it wasn't no little small incision. They pop it out and you headed to Denny's or somewhere. You had to lay up for two, three weeks. Just so happened when I came home from the hospital, the Olympics was coming on. That's when they took over that building in was it Moscow. The terrorists raided the building. That's the one I watched. That's how I got into the Olympics at 11 years old. Been watching them ever since. Now, here are five of the greatest black Olympians, past and present, to represent the U.S. All of them are great. And as you remember Flojo, Gail Devers? People were amazing. The joiners. I look at some of the athletes who stood up and stood out in the wake of obstacle. In line with the pandemic, after a year of upheaval due to the coronavirus, the Olympics are finally underway. More than a year ago, the International Olympic Committee postponed the Tokyo 2020 Olympics and Paralympics in an effort to safeguard the health and safety of the athletes as well as all participating in the Olympic Games and the international community. Now, while athletes from past games never had to deal with the presence of a surging pandemic, they were indeed a host of other obstacles set to stop them from great racism and sexism to name a few in celebration of the 2020 tokyo olympics here are five black olympians from the past and present who have represented team usa and should be considered five of the greatest athletes of all time number five the greatness that is miss simone biles as a member of the gold winning gold medal winning uh gymnastics final five Simone Biles won four gold medals and a bronze in the Rio Games in 2016, a feat that also included the women's all-around title. Competing and proving herself on an international scale in 2016, Biles became the first female gymnast since 1974 to triumph in four all-around U.S. titles. Right now, she is a seven-time U.S. all-around champion. Number four, the great Carl Lewis. If you don't know about Carl Lewis, Won nine Olympic gold medals in the 80s and 90s. 
Sportsman of the century qualified for the U.S. Olympic team in 1980. Didn't compete in those because of the boycott of the Moscow Games. Still, in 84, games in L.A., Lewis went on to uh, record gold, record gold medals in the 100 meters, the 200 meters, and the long jump. And he was a member of the U.S. 4 by 100 meter relay team, which he anchored. Jackie Joyner Kersey at number three. Now, you got to be a certain age to know these folks that I'm talking about. You came along, I don't know, in the 90s or the 2000s. Probably don't have any idea who Jackie Joyner Kersey is. You could, could not. Dubbed the greatest female athlete of the 20th century by Sports Illustrated, Jackie Joyner Kersey earned three gold medals as well as one silver medal and two bronze medals in four consecutive Olympics, which for her started in the 1984 Los Angeles Games. She took silver because of being hampered by a sore hamstring. Still holds the U.S. record in the long jump, 27 feet, 7 inches, and the U.S. and world records in the heptathlon, 7,000 points. Seven events that measure speed, endurance, jumping, and throwing. We're amazing. Serena Williams at number two. Currently, Serena Williams is the second highest paid female athlete in the world. And it is well earned as she cracked the 23 Grand Slam singles titles, which is the most by a player in the open era. She open era. She too has four gold medals. One in women's singles, three in women's double, and it's an all-time record share with her sister Venus Williams. You know, um, they got a new movie coming out on that. We're gonna delve into that later in the show. Number one is Jesse Owens. At the height of his athletic powers, Jesse Owens had to deal with not only racism and equality in the States, but in the Burley in 1936 games. He was the one of just 18 black American athletes to journey and compete in Nazi Germany, a place he stood in the face of a national ideology of Aryan supremacy. See, these people hate to see when they come down. They hate it. Owens was greatness. Gold medals in the 100 meters at 10.3, world record. Long jump. The 4 by 100 meter relay. And Jesse Owens set a world record in the running broad jump, which stood for 25 years. When we gonna come back here, Weezy is for his B gonna tell you how black women aren't motivated to go back into the office. We're gonna explain that. We're gonna get into Will Smith's new movie, playing Richard Williams. Hope you seen that. Gonna break that down. And how come they not putting the salaries? In they job posting, you freaking cowards. That's because you ain't trying to freaking pay. Banging this thing in the game. Shocker 401 in the main event with Jackie O on pushcapradios.com, syndicated through kybnradio.com in Mountain View, California. Stay connected. Sync up with Push Gap. Bring your A game, pimping. Dallas. Shocker 401 in the main event with Jackie O. We're in there famous. Just not real life hot with pushcapradio.com. It's going down, baby. Dallas. Pray until something happens. God always provides. At pushcapradio.com, the power is in the name. Yeah, yeah. Sucker for one in the main event. 
Pushcatradio.com. So today's episode, we're going to talk about getting ready for more lockdowns, or another lockdown, rather. As of right now, there are variants popping up all over the country, all over the world, actually. And the White House had spoke to the heads of state, asking them what are their lockdown options if we do it again. I'm thinking they're asking them what their lockdown protocol is or what their threshold is for locking down. And here's the problem, guys. All these variants are popping up now. It sort of deems the current vaccine invalid because you have too many variants popping up too fast for them to keep up with the vaccination. Another lockdown will absolutely destroy this country and it will absolutely destroy a lot of cities. A lot of cities are going to get destroyed behind this if we go through another lockdown. Here's why. Another lockdown is gonna present more problems. The first problem it's gonna present is businesses failing and or closing down permanently, forever. There were businesses that were hanging on by the skin of their teeth. And if they go through another lockdown, they're not gonna be able to survive that because the next lockdown is probably going to be a lot longer. Unemployment would undoubtedly skyrocket. With all these businesses closing down, guys, we're definitely going to see more people out of work. Frustration. Frustration is going to be the kicker of the next riots. There are going to be so many people frustrated that they lost their jobs, that they have no money or, or making no money, and that they're confined to their homes again. Frustration is already building because the government's talking about people putting a mask back on. So that's already starting. So now imagine being confined to your home again, and now you have no money, nowhere to go, and what do you think is going to happen? People are going to take to the streets. So we're going to see more rioting if we go through another lockdown. We saw what happened last year. People were fed up and exploded. We're going to see the same explosion, if not worse. The lockdowns are going to be way more stricter to the point where there's either nobody on the street or we're going to see actual curfews. Yeah, that was a uh, angry prepper. Yeah. What do you think? Another lockdown coming? What you think? We got with the young lady, Lakeisha Brown. Helping us with our taxes. We're trying to get out of the double wide here, <laughs> here where we're hanging out at. And um, Jackie O came across Miss Brown. And we went to check her out on Friday, I believe. Amazing lady. I told her that I had watched her video. And it was one, I guess she was at her home office. But see, <clears throat> The old heads taught me, being born Christmas Day, the old heads, big my nail, taught me to let my spirit discern your spirit. I don't care what kind. If your spirit told you that you're not to be messing with this person and you do it anyway, you have no one to blame but yourself. So I read your spirit. If my spirit tells me you good people, but I need to watch you, then that's what I do. Okay. People are telling you, you hear voices. Yeah, I hear voices. But anyway, back to Miss Brown. LV Brown. You can find her. She's a CPA in Richardson, Texas. And I just love her spirit. And 
I will get her information. The internet is down this morning. Okay, Jackie O works from home. No, she's going to hate having to drive to the office. She just ain't going to do it. She'd rather take a vacation now. But I will have Miss Brown's information for you on next week. She's a CPA, been in the game 20 years. So if you have something going down with your, um, I had her card, but I guess Jackie O has it. And Jackie O's in there sleep this early in the morning. She's still on vacation. I don't know when Jackie coming back on the air. That's her business. But yeah, Miss Brown, man, I want you guys to check her out. I'll have her information for you. I'll post it up on our Facebook at reinventing pushcap radios. Dot com. The pandemic has been a blessing for many workers who needed a break <clears throat> from fighting traffic to drive to offices. But bosses are beginning to call their troops back to their old meeting places. You work from home. Do you really want to go back into the office? I know Jackie doesn't. Jackie O's been working from home for the last seven, eight years. She has no intention of going into the office. But for a number of black women. They're not motivated to return to work in person because they fear experiencing microaggressions in mostly white workplaces, according to the Washington Post. Not everyone misses the camaraderie of water cooler chatter and sharing what happened over the weekend. Here's an example. Camille Jade Villagas, black woman, works for the unemployment claim industry now knows the joy of clients and collaborators being unaware of her race. She has been working remotely and tasted a temporary bit of freedom. Said, I was forced to be uncomfortable for the sake of financial stability. Now she feels safe and she loves it. Another extreme case, Mary Smith's taste of working in the comfort of her home without worrying about issues such as her hairdo or her clothing choices. Led to a decision to end a, uh, to end a position. She didn't want to go back. Smith did not want to return to in-person work when her previous employer requested it. Finds that 64% of black women experience microaggressions at work. Let me tell you something. Then I'll continue the story. Let me tell you something. Again, I drove motor coaches. We were having training one day. And my boy, MG, he's from Boston. Love his accent. MG, my boy. And a lot of black drivers, okay? (laughs) The way it's structured in Dallas, I don't know if it's structured this way in your hometown, your city, but the way the limo game runs in Dallas, the white people run it, the black people do the driving, and the Hispanics do the cleaning and maintenance. I'm not saying that, but, you know, most most places I've driven, that's kind of the makeup. But <clears throat> having a meeting and as we were coming off the bus, he had someone, the black girl stand there and she stood there with, with her arms crossed in front of her as we had came off the bus. And so we were telling him, well, you know, do a particular things happen when a white woman steps off a bus? And so I hit everybody, a few people get back on, four or five people. And then I told him, okay, do what they do when you come down. I had MG stand at the door of the bus. We're discussing the microaggressions at work. So as the guys, two guys came down first, behind them came two females. The guys came down, you know, they didn't take his hand or whatever. He had his hand out. When the black girls came down, they turned their body to the left. Because he's standing to the right for you to come out the door. And then the next girl came down. She turned her body and stepped off the bus. And he like looked. We like, yeah, that happens to us. 
And what does that sign mean? That means disgust, man. These people don't want to touch you. These white women. He said he never thought of that. Yeah, it's microaggression. You're white. It doesn't happen to you. You extend your hand, they gladly take it if they take your hand. But to us, it's not a thing of they just walk by. They slightly turn their body. Big Mouth said, read spirits, not what come out your glim. 64% of black women experience microaggressions at work. Can only imagine how many of the brothers. Additionally, black women are more likely to be questioned about their ability to competently perform work duties, and they are more likely to endure having their discernment examined. People who describe themselves as being the only black person also say they feel more microaggressions in the workplace and more times that their decisions are being questioned. One young lady talks about how she had to reply to inquires about her appearance and her hair and her continence. So she opted for remote work. The sisters don't want to go back, mom. Just because it doesn't happen to you, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't know about it. You don't understand it. Well, you know, that's on you, fam. That's on you. It's happening to somebody. That's why they're bringing it up. Come on now. Play with kids. It's sad. Now, Tashara Parker here, she's at Channel 8 News in the morning. She does traffic. Love Tashara. But she has a thing with hair that I was really into at one point. How do you have to get a bill signed for something that grows out of your head naturally? That was God given to you. You got it honest. But you as a black person have to get permission not to wear your hair a particular way that you wear your hair. But no one else does. Then, you know, I don't know what's up with that. Don't know what is up with that. Will Smith. The upcoming HBO Max film trailer about the father Richard Williams behind the Venus and Serena Williams dynasty is here. Say fans on social media eating it up. I've seen the trailer for it. I like it already. See, Richard Williams is is the type of brother you need. They, they, They call him again toxic masculinity. It's a man who was on a mission, already had a plan written out, knew where he wanted his girls to go, and knew how to get there. Like I told you on the intro when we came on. Only three things you need to get through business, through life, and the military. Gather your information, devise a game plan, execute aggressively. That's what that man did. So this past Wednesday, July 28th, the official trailer for King Richard, starring Will Smith as Richard Williams, the father of two, the two, some of the greatest women's tennis stars ever premiered. And it looks to be a real tearjerker, they're saying, according to Water Brothers. Movie will focus on the upbringing of the Williams sisters, played by Sanaya Sidney and Demi Singleton. But from the perspective of an undeterred father with relentless drive, execute aggressively. Relentless drive and unapologetic vision to change the game. There's levels to this. He was instrumental in raising two of the most extraordinarily gifted athletes of all time. 
As a Capricorn, we would call that the GOAT. Okay. Said he wrote a 78-page plan for their whole career. Gather your information. Devise a game plan. Execute aggressively. 78-page plan for their whole career before they were even born. Mm, mm, mm. Said that uh, he was ambitious about transforming his daughters into tennis champions. Told him they're going to be representing every little black girl on earth. See, it's not the first. They, they tell you that it's the first. It's the first. It's not. To you, it's the first black whatever. To us, it's not. It's this lack of availability of opportunity. This man had a plan. Do you have a plan? Do you have a plan if another lockdown occurs? What are you going to do? Hmm? What you going to do? You want to get on a plane? You got to get that test. You got to get that swab. Are you willing to take the swab or are you willing to take the vaccine? Which one are you? Which one are you? But another lockdown comes. These people can't handle that. Why can they not handle that? Because you couldn't handle the first one. You're tired of being locked up. That's understandable. But come on, really? Really? You're willing to endanger your health for your, what do they call that? The physical. Your base self. I'm tired of being locked up, so I'm going to go jump out in these crowds, but I got the vaccine, so I'm not giving it to anybody. Yeah, you kind of are, okay? If, if, if you out there at the Boogaloo and y'all just swinging it, you understand me, bottle service, you know, let's say you in the VIP. We're going to go big baller style. You off in the VIP, ain't nobody got no mask on. I know it's a whole lot of bodily contact because you popping bottles. That's kind of the game plan, right? Okay. So she rubbing on you, you rubbing on her, and you rubbing on her friend, her friend rubbing on your homeboy. <laughs> Y'all spreading to Joe Lewis. Meanwhile, I'm places where there are very few people or people are non existent. So who's spreading it? Okay. It ain't me. When we come back, why don't they tell you in the job postings what they are going to pay you? I don't understand that. You got brands that are, um, aren't following through on anti-racism pledges, and consumers are noticing that pledges. And we're going to get into Mr. Harry Dub, the black officer, at the January 6th insurrection being called the N-word. Man said he'd never been called that. Okay, he was an amazement to me. He ain't never been called that, really, at the at the White House, really. See, it's some folk. Then there are some folk. Devastating, tentilating, definitely invigorating. Where Shaka Ford won in the main event with Jackie O. Still in their sleep on vacation. Shout out to KYBNRadios.com in Mountain View, California. Bang this thing in the game. 
from one hit, hit, hit to the next. There's always another hit song in the way, and you're in the middle of another long set right now. Pushgapradio.com. We finna take over this town like street sweepers. Officer Dunn, you talked uh, about being called the N-word. You talked about being talked about like you've never heard before. And you talked about sharing comments from your other colleagues, as well as the seeing of the Confederate flag and other things carried through the Capitol. As an African-American law enforcement officer, can you give us, this committee and those who are watching, uh, how you felt defending the Capitol on that day, being called that and seeing the symbols of the Confederacy going through the Capitol at the same time? Yes, sir. Thank you for your question. To be frank, while the attack was happening, I didn't view it. I wasn't able to process it as a racial attack. I was just trying to survive that day and get home. When I did have a moment to process it in the rotunda where I became so emotional because I was able to process everything that happened. And it was just so overwhelming and it's so disheartening and disappointing that we live in a country people like that, that attack you because of the color of your skin, just to hurt you. Those, those words are weapons. Thankfully, at the moment, it didn't hinder me from doing my job. But once I was able to process it, it hurt. It hurt just reading it now and just thinking about it, that people demonize you because of the color of your skin. When my blood is red, I'm an American citizen. i I'm a police officer. I'm a peace officer. I'm here to defend this country, defend everybody in this building, not just the members, all the staff, guests, everybody. It just hurts that we have people in this country that result to that, regardless of your actions. It's disheartening, so. Something like that. Shaka Ford won in the main event with me, Jackie. Up. Heard exclusively on Kiss Gap Radio. Giving you two scoops. Like Radio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth, your official Dallas Internet Radio Station. I say that because J Mac used to like to say that when we were in broadcasting school. Happy birthday to the Mac man. Over the weekend was his birthday. He turned 41 years old. You old bastard. U.S. Capitol Police Officer Harry Dunn, who was caught in the middle of the January 6th riot, recalled what he experienced as insurrectionists stormed the building. According to CBS News, Dunn spoke on last Tuesday at the House Select Committee hearing on the January 6th attack on Capitol Hill. Three others testified with him, including another Capitol officer and two D.C. Metro policemen, giving their gripping recollections of the events of that day. Said in one powerful moment, some of the rioters were screaming that no one had voted for President Biden. Dunn revealed that he did. Why are you at work getting into what your damn political affiliations are? That's your business. You there to protect both sides. You don't care who he voted for. You at work, pimping. Said one of the Karens in a pink MAGA shirt yelled, you hear that, guys? This nigga voted for Joe, for Joe Biden. Let me read that again. 
One woman in a pink MAGA shirt yelled, did you hear that, guys? This nigger voted for Joe Biden. Put the R on it. <laughs> we don't do the R. The R lets us know who you are. Uh, then the crowd, perhaps around 20 people joined in screaming, boo, you freaking nigger. Man said no one's ever spoke to him in that manner. I guess on the job. Got to be politically correct there. No one's ever called you a nigger, Mr. Dunn. Same way I see with uh, Cornell West over there at Harvard. Wouldn't give him tenure. And now you talk about what their practices are and how they are. Dr. West, I believe you knew that. I believe Mr. Dunn here knew these people weren't coming in here to give him brownies and freaking cupcakes. Okay. These are your American citizens taking back their democracy. And start calling you a nigga. You there working for them, but you had no idea. I just, I just don't believe that. He continued on saying no one had ever, ever called him a nigger while wearing the uniform of a Capitol Police officer. I don't believe that. Most people hate the police. A lot of white people hate nigger police. Oh, but that don't apply to you for some odd reason. But maybe no one's ever called him that. I can't deny the man's word. That's what he said. Said, never been called a nigger while wearing the uniform of a Capitol Police officer. Now, in the days following the attempted insurrection, other black officers shared with him their stories of racial abuse on January 6th. Said one officer told him that he had never in his entire 40 years of life been called a nigger to his face. And that streak ended on January 6th. I'm 60 years old. I was <laughs> called a nigger since I was a baby. Not by folk. <clears throat> Talking about within the community, but have I ever been called that? The best way, I'm going to finish this story, then I'm going to tell you a story. The one officer said in his entire 40 years, never been called a nigger to his face. Streak ended January 6th. Yet another black officer later told Dunn he had been confronted by insurrectionists inside the Capitol who told him to put your gun down and we'll show you what kind of nigger you really are. It amazes me that people don't know when you're black. I mean, maybe, I don't know, you went to school in a, <laughs> in a segregated community or whatever. I don't know. I just don't know how you don't know. And if you've been working at the Capitol for however many years, at some point, some white person done drunk, uttered that, whispered it maybe. My story it was after the Super Bowl. <clears throat> and I had taken Monday morning after the Super Bowl here in Dallas in 2010. I had taken my last client. Tips was fat. Stopped at Denny's to get something to eat. In the booth in the corner to my left was an older white couple. And so the they were leaving. The woman comes by and speaks and says something. And 
the old guy, he's coming up on his cane. He comes up behind her. He bends over and whispers, enjoy your breakfast, nigger. And I yelled, no, I don't want to have sex with you and your wife. I made sure that my, I made sure that my spoon, because I had uh, some coffee, I made sure that my spoon clinked on my thing. And I love movies. Everything's in sound and whatnot. But I yelled that out. No, I don't want to have sex with you and your wife. And I just kept going and getting louder sitting there. How do you think them people felt? Didn't expect that, huh? Now, aren't them folk into interracial relationships and cuckolding, if you know anything about that. And that's my defense, because you leaned over and whispered, I'm going to be loud with mine. And what's the most damaging thing? If two of y'all standing there whispering to a black dude sitting at a table, and I yell that I don't want to have sex with you, nah, who they going to believe? I'm offended, and I'm going to show you as such. So no one's ever called them the N-word. I guess I could believe that. Have you ever been called the N-word at your job? What would your response be if on the job somebody called you a nigga? Okay, because nigga's not a color, baby. Nigga's just an attitude. You have to act a nigga. Them folk don't see it that way, but it ain't what you called. It's what you answer to. Have you ever been called nigga on the job? How did you respond to that? Do you use the word? Jackie O doesn't. Jackie O doesn't like the word. Me, I'm like Russell Simmons. I um, beat the word up, tore the word apart. Again, it doesn't mean what it meant. Remember, the hashtag used to be a pound sign. In the 1920s, you were happy and gay. Nigga, is you happy and gay now? Okay. Things, terms, and meanings change. Look at a mouse. Okay, a mouse meant a mouse. Mickey. Okay. Now, a mouse is something in your hand on the computer. So, nigga don't mean what they said it meant. It means what we say that it means. But the man said he was never called that. I have never myself been called that on the job. I've had people try to say it. You know the best way to shut people down if you're around a white person and it ever comes out, you at happy hour or whatever. You know, they think they one of the brothers or whatnot. And they say the word, just say, hey, watch your tone, watch your tone. You can say that with anyone. That, that The watch your tone thing is very, because you most people are confused, okay? They don't know if they should watch their tone. Are you joking? They don't know. But yeah, white folk bent over mine, and he whispered, enjoy your breakfast, nigga. Not a waitress coming over. And what he trying to explain, we didn't say that. You didn't say that. Why is that black dude sitting there screaming? He just walked in here. You guys are just leaving. So who they believe? Okay. Irving, Texas, this happened. True story. You got to know how to lock people down, mine. Once, at the end of a long job interview, after discussing everything else under the sun, I asked the interviewer what the pay range was for the position. Her lips thinned. She was clearly offended. She said it wasn't something the company was comfortable sharing. But you want to know all my damn information. I'm confused. Okay. How you need not know what the hell you getting paid to get off your ass and come here every morning. Don't she know what she make? You see, people kill me with that. I remember one time I worked in a law firm and I heard the receptionist girl say that we put out a thing for 
uh, an attorney and all these other people sending their resume in for uh, something else. They should get some sense about their head. And like I explained to her, you got a job. The person sending that in just hoping that it hit. You synced it. Maybe at that perfect time, they let that other person go in that department and need that person. I got a job like that. These people have just moved here from New York a month ago. I came in, they copier and mailroom stuff was still in the wrapping. That's how I got the job. I just swung by the building. See, unless it happens to you. Okay. But these people don't want to put in what they're paying. And um, say it's frustrating, as I'm sure you know. And they don't want to tell you what the job is paying. But they want you to come to work. There's another lockdown coming. Foreclosure, bankruptcy. Loss mitigation. Is it is it is it is it coming in your world? What are your salary expectations? And they and, and they just don't want to tell you, you know. So the information can't be made public. One girl went and started working for the people before she found out. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. I need to know when I'm pulling in. I need to know the typical career advice telling people to be better armed with research and to become more skilled negotiator only goes so far for too long talking about money at work has been considered unprofessional or crass but it was never really about politeness it's about power in fact discussing pay at the earliest possible opportunity is the most professional thing an employer can do when we come back on the bangingest thing in the game a lot of these brands ain't dealing with their anti-racism pledges that they made over the summer and we are going to break down that never average never mediocre online on point and on the money banging this thing in the urban internet radio game pushgapradios.com kybnradio.com it's the hottest combination in the urban internet radio game shh don't keep us a secret Dallas baby pushgapradio.com extraordinary urban entertainment I wish we were still pushing the hip hop from back in the gap man Place with the most music variety. Most music variety. This is Kimbla Harden from Dallas, Texas, and I listen to the new PushGuyRadio.com. Pushing hip hop and R&B from back in the gap. PushGuyRadio.com. Dallas, baby. The dire situation for millions of American families as a pandemic-era eviction moratorium ends on Saturday. The Supreme Court has signaled it can't be extended without an act of Congress, but with Congress heading toward their summer break, that possibility appears to be slim. Millions of Americans who, because of the pandemic, are having trouble paying the rent are watching the clock run out tonight on rules that keep them from getting evicted from their homes. If no one in Washington does anything about it in time, the federal hold on evictions will expire on Saturday. Uh, The moratorium for eviction is a COVID initiative related to the uh, uh, intensity of the issue. And for $46 billion was um, allocated 
uh, rescue package, $46 billion. This money has largely gone out to the states and local governments to implement and to give to the renters so they can pay the rent, which helps the, the landlords, of course, too. Something that's going to put babies' cribs out on the street, personal belongings out on the street. It happens like that. Passers-by can even take that stuff. These people have been evicted, now have to find another place to live, to take this stuff that's now been on the street. It is the most heart-wrenching and so in defiance of everything that we say we are about in the Gospel of Matthew. When I was needed shelter, you, you gave it to me. That the words of the Lord. Pushcapradio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. Told you, I love what the TikTokers are doing. And we should be taking a page from that, to be honest with you. Should be taking a page from what the TikTokers are laying down on. Us older black people just looking for somewhere comfortable to lay down and die. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, I love what the TikTokers are doing. Now, this goes over to these major brands that we're going to discuss here. That nearly two-thirds of U.S. consumers surveyed in a new report say that they feel like brands have done little to nothing to follow through on the anti-racism pledges they made last summer. Big-name brands like Snapchat, Adidas, Yelp, and PepsiCo made promises to improve their diversity and inclusion efforts following protests due to the murder of George Floyd. A year later, and 34% of consumers said brands had done very little to tackle their internal racial problems, while 27% of consumers believe they have done even less than that. Wow. Black Lives Matter protests in 2020 were, by volume, the largest demonstrations in American history. Hmm, yeah, Black Lives Matter went global because the other people who were on board around the world with Black Lives Matter, they're the niggers where they are. I have a buddy from Lebanon. Lebanon. Say his ex-wife called him a sand nick. I've heard the term being in the military and all. But they saying that these people aren't aren't doing what they saying. See, other people, other people have their own media to explain and tell their narrative, their story. We don't. We had BET, but BET wasn't a powerhouse like that, you know? Like, you can go on and watch, uh, what's your boy name who died? Rush Limbaugh. Hannity. Conservative right-wing radio, the GOP. They can spew whatever. But what can you say about yourself? You know, on TikTok, if you put anything black, black excellence, black whatever, it gets flagged. I'd be on here all the time seeing stuff being slung around by them folk. Mine. Are the brands you using doing anything to include diversity in what it is that they do? 
I don't know. Black Lives Matter movement has increased the importance of anti-black racism efforts for adults under 35 years old the most. See, that generation coming along doesn't see racism like Mitch McConnell and them old ass. They, they, they're dinosaurs. They're a dying breed. Again, racism is holding the country back. If you look at it, instead of trying to keep black folk on the government tit, we go back to building our own businesses and whatnot and contributing. I mean, we do contribute. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, as a group, look at the Hispanics, look at the Asians, look at the Arabs and whatnot. Now, some people will say, how come black folk ain't got you because you ain't done your history? We had. We've always had. That's why we're so exceptional at survival. We've always had our own. What do you think our thoughts and ideals from civilizations come from? You had the Egyptian um, deal thingy going on. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do something else. And watch this. Uh, watch the show while I'm talking. But yeah. You 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 had the dynasty of the Greeks after they finally conquered um, Africa. Then it was the Romans. Then it was the Ming dynasties and whatnot. We've always had our own. I don't even have to go into uh, Black Wall Street and whatnot. But the brands are 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 you happy with what they're doing, or do you just not care because you use the brand for whatever you use it for? You know, I like some things just because, I mean, Fanta Orange Soda was created by the Nazis in Germany. But do you like Fanta or do you like Sunkiss Orange Soda? I tried to stop drinking Fanta in one while, but, you know, yeah, I don't know. You go back and forth with things, you know what I'm saying? Will there be another shutdown? Is COVID over for you? Is it really over for you? Are you out there without a mask on and everything's hunky-dory? Do you think another lockdown is coming? What are you going to do if another lockdown hits? If you did get another job, do you have a job that's kind of, I don't know, lockdown proof? I'm going back into creditor rights bankruptcy. That covers loss mitigation, default services, reaffirmation agreements, forbearance agreements, foreclosure. Yeah, I have that in my background. That's what I'm going back into. I'll be working by Labor Day. Law firm or a mortgage company. Tired of driving all around the country. I'm burnt out. Here's my thing I would tell my interviewer is that even if you found someone with more experience than I have, they're leaving their company because they're burnt out. Then they're going to come here to your firm. They're still burnt out. Now, there'll be the adrenaline rush and the new feeling for, I don't know, 90 days. But hell, after 90 days, they burnt out again just at your spot. Me, I've been off for 16 months. I'm hungry. I tear this place down brick by brick by hand. Take it across the highway and build it back up. I'm hungry. I'm relentlessly hungry. See, I don't like working remotely. I don't like being at home. I'll be at home for push gap. That's different. That's my thing. But no, I really don't want to sit at home. Tired, man. Is your job lockdown proof? Again, if 
it comes back through that you got to shut it down. What would happen if your job jumped on with Biden and mandate you to take that vaccine and you were against it? Would you take it for your job? A lot of healthcare workers aren't nurses. They understand how long it takes for a vaccine to be made. And so you're going to force them into doing it and they don't want to do it. Taking game checks in the NFL. Told you that on last week. They snatching game checks. If somebody gets the COVID and a game cannot be played. They're forcing you. These people need their money back. How much money did the NFL lose last year? Everyone really, but I was just touching on the NFL. Go Bears. People got to make their loot back. But you got to make your loot back too. Because you worked that crappy job for how long before the pandemic revealed what's really going on in this country. See, I wanted out of my job for the last three or four years. Tired of driving. I'd be in my 16th year. Tired of the schedule and whatnot. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Weekends off. Work-life balance. I kind of think, <laughs> I kind of like to think bankruptcy is lockdown proof because you got everything ending. The evictions, the forbearance agreements for the homes. It's real sad about what's going on with them evictions, man. How they doing, folk? You didn't put yourself there, man. You didn't put yourself there. These people told you to go home. You did. Again, I understand both sides. The landlord has to make a payment. They're not holding their payment. But they're doing it for you. And then also when you make your rent payment, that landlord probably takes your rent payment and pays his mortgage. They're saying what's going to happen is that when the eviction thing is over and they get it balanced out, they're going to quickly sell these properties. Now, these properties are rebound over the next few years, five, six, seven, eight, ten years. Particularly right now, you should be able to get them for a song. If I'm going to bail out of the property rental game, the lease game, and I'm finna sell these properties, fam. They ain't building no more real estate. You go in and buy that property. You can sit on it or you can go in and do like the flip joints do. Things are going to be different. Are you prepared for another shutdown? Are you prepared for when the grid goes down? Get prepared, fam. These people have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. Right now, I watch those preppers, you know. Start learning a few things. Got a generator. After what happened in February, like I said, the heat hasn't really hit here yet in the great state of Texas. But when it does, I don't give a damn how loud that generator hum. Okay, I got this little window AC over here. Got a freezer. And now we got to get our cords for the generator. And a little bit of gas. And I don't give a damn how loud it roars. I don't need that. Uh, what they call it, the solar panels. No, 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 no. I'm going to the grave using fossil fuels. I tell a buddy of mine that. No electric car. I can't go from Dallas to Chicago and sit here. Dude going to tell me, well, it takes five minutes to charge the car. No, it don't. Hell, you can't change it, charge a phone in five minutes. Trying to get from here to Gary, Indiana. Thank you for hanging out.
with the bangingest thing in the game. If you don't know, now you know. We tell you how it is. The mother cats tell you how it might be. Shocker 401 in the main event with on vacation as Jackie O. Syndicated to KYBNRadio.com in Mountain View, California. But think about it. Get prepared, man. Get prepared. Houses are going to be dirt cheap first of the year. Remember they said there were no houses? People were paying $100,000 over asking. That's because all of that inventory was under forbearance agreements. Forbearance agreements end September 30th. You can't even refinance your home. You don't have a job. How are you going to pay the money back that you already owe? If you want to buy a house, you wait till first of the year. Me and Jackie O went out on Saturday. It's already houses that's banging out here and folk is ready to sell. Banging this thing in the game. Never average, never mediocre, online, on point, and on the money. Pushgapradios.com. You got to get behind the mic to get ahead in life. Thank you for making a part of our world a part of your world. Always remember the times that you spent listening to PushGapRadios.com. Miss Lakeisha Brown for your taxes. Small business, the whole nine. I will have all her stuff. I will get it up on our Facebook page because Facebook punk ass shut down my uh, Push Gap Radio's one page. Banging this thing in the game. Love you guys. See you next week. Don't forget to subscribe to the RSS feed and get the download. Hottest thing in the game is Push Gap. Dallas, baby. Never average, never mediocre. We're online, on point, and on the money. Chaco Ford won in the main event only on Push Gap Radio. Most satisfying way to enjoy your radio today is through your computer. PushGapRadio.com, changing the way you listen to radio. PushGapRadio.com, bridging the gap between old school and new school radio. PushGapRadio.com, it's Dallas, baby.